Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. The following is a Podcast One Minnesota production. For those who simply can't get enough talk about the Vikings, we present Bonus Chatter. Bonus Chatter about your favorite team that's unscripted, unfiltered, and uninterrupted. This is another edition of 1500 ESPN's Purple Podcast. Welcome to another episode of the Purple Podcast. Matthew Collar here with you. The Minnesota Vikings rookies took the field for the first time at TCO Performance Center to open training camp on Wednesday. The entire organization did so with heavy hearts following the passing of offensive line coach Tony Sperano. So Courtney Cronin and I will be back talking about all the storylines from camp and, and everything else tomorrow. But before we move forward, I wanted to take the time for this episode to let you all hear from some of the people closest to Tony Sperano. I know many of us might not get a chance to see what an offensive line coach does on a day-to-day basis, but I think if you listen here to Mike Zimmer, Rick Spielman, and Brian O'Neill, if you listen to them talk, you will get a much better sense of what position coaches mean to the players and to the organization. So that's who you'll hear from, the head coach, the general manager, and the rookie offensive tackle. We'll start off with an emotional Mike Zimmer. You know, it takes a little bit of staying away of, of uh, you know, losing a great friend, a great coach, good man. Um, you know, unfortunately, I've been I, I've been through this uh, about eight years ago when I lost my wife. So uh, we're hoping that this is the last time. But Tony was a very good friend of mine, excellent football coach, a mentor for me to be able to go in and talk to him about um, things in the office. He was always here very, very early in the morning, as, as I usually am. And we were able to sit down and talk about not just football, talk about life, talk about kids and things like that. So it'll be hard for a few days, but we'll get through it and we'll get back to work and um, do the things that we do, and that's what he'd want us to do. So questions? See your sounding board kind of with his head coaching experience and your background. Uh, some, you know, I, I, you know, I have lots of sounding boards. I need them. Um, but yeah, Tony, Tony was, you know, especially with the offense, he was a guy that I could go in and talk to a lot of times and talk about game plans and things like that. And um, you know, because we've been together for quite a while, so we we had quite a relationship. You know, his his wife Jeanette is. In, I told her the other day, 
She reminds me a lot of my wife. She's the sweetest lady ever. But, sorry. Like, kind of described as an intense coach, but with a kind of soft side behind it. What, I mean, what did you know, see of him as just the person that maybe we didn't get to see as often? Yeah, he was always grumpy. He was not like me. He probably the only grumpier person in the building than I was, but um, he really cared about his players. Uh, you know, I've sat in with him in offensive line rooms a lot, and you know, he had a way of poking the stick at the guys and then putting his arm around him. How would you t- describe his relationship to his players? I mean, several offensive linemen have said he's like a father figure, was like a father figure. Was he like that kind of thing? Yeah, I mean, he was, you know, he always had a player in his office talking to him about not just football, but they were always in there. And, um, you know, I think you probably saw by the, the comments from his former players and, Things like that when when this all happened, that uh, you know how much they cared for him. His career, just you know, adaptability, innovation from the Wildcats, what he's done here. How did he embody that when he came here in those two years that you guys had? Well, Tony was a guy that he was he was very uh, uh, confident in his ways. Um, you know, he he believed in in doing things a certain way and. Um, you know, that's why I love to come out here watching these guys work so hard. Uh, he would grind them. He was tough on them. Um, he, he had more sayings probably than any coach I've ever been around. But, uh, you know, it was every day he had a different saying. And, uh, you know, so that was, that was fun. But he was, he's, you know, he was exactly what I was looking for in offensive line coach when I hired him because he was – he had that toughness and the mentality that we were trying to develop with the offensive line. Oh, he, I mean, he had all kinds of them. You know, he, uh, we'd talk about a play, and he said it's a horse of peas. You know, instead of saying it's one or the other, it'd be horse of peas. You know, he had you know the Italian background in him and East Coast. Trying to balance getting your football team ready, but yet paying respect and honor. Yeah, it's it's a it's a fine line, you know. Guys, I know when the vets come in and we go, we all go to the funeral. It'll be, uh, you know, it'll be a tough day. But um, you know, we're professionals, and this is what we get paid to do. We go out here and play. And uh, you know, Tony would, if Tony was here, he would tell us, uh, you know, you got to get out there and get to work. You know, that's that was Tony. Tony was going to be a guy that um, never going to take a day off. Um, he's going to come in here and grind. And, uh, and that's what he would tell us to do. We got to go grind. We got to get better. We got to <clears throat> we got to improve um, where we're at each and every day. Side of that is this team is built like a family, but also your profession is different. Where you have guys that you've known for a long time, and they become your family and your friends. So it's harder. It's not like just going to a job and clocking out and seeing someone somewhere else. So how do you do that? Yeah, I think a little bit of both. I, you know, we're obviously going to talk about it, and and uh, you know, I've gotten a couple of texts from a couple of the players, and you know, basically I told them, you know, that um, you know we're going to we're going to get through this together. You know, that's that's how we do things here, and that we're going to uh, continue to fight and try to get better. And that's what he'd want us to do, and. Um, you know, so I think I think we'll handle it that way. He sounds an awful lot like you when you describe him. Did yeah. you see that? Are you guys kind of brothers that way? Yeah, we're both grumpy. Um, I don't know. Um, he, um, 
he was a good football coach, good man. You know, loved loved his grandkids, his kids. Um, you know, so uh, yeah, we we're all we we're all really fortunate to get a chance to be around him. Everybody, all the players, and you know, <clears throat> unfortunately, the time came too short. Find ourselves part of him, just kind of you know under that same under that same umbrella. There's every part of him was Parcells. Yeah, I mean, half the sayings were, you know, he'd come in and say, "Hey, the old man, he, the old man, he come in and told me this, and or he called me this morning. He, if you talk to the old man lately, you know, stuff like that." about the relationship, the special relationship assistant coaches handle the group because you spend so much time with them both teams. Yeah, I mean, um, you know, you, t- uh, you know, they take the, on the personality a lot of times of, of the assistant coach. And, you know, the assistant coach is with them so much more than, than I am. I'm, you know, able to get this group or that group. or, But, um, yeah, I mean, they spend so much time together. They text each other. They, you know, they communicate you know, in the meetings and after practice and, and you know, in the cafeteria and all those all those places. So, um, you know, the, the trainers deal with everybody, the strength coach deals with everybody, and the assistant coaches deal with their group pretty much. And, um, you know, so that's why having great assistant coaches, are so, it's so important. Back in one, Tony was actually very kind, uh, open, and... Uh, Candid, I think. I think that's a surprise when you talk to one on one rather than when he's kind of gruff and joking around. Do you think that's what is surprising to people? He kind of has a, that crusty exterior, but inside, yeah. not so much. Yeah, you know, um, there was one time. You know, he comes in early in the morning, and he walked by one of the coaches one one morning, head down, and walked by him and didn't say anything. And one of the coaches came up and he said, what's, what's wrong with him? He's not going to disrespect. I said, that's just Tony. Relax. It's no big deal. You know, it's, that's Tony. Um, but when you get to know him, you know, we were playing in Rick's golf tournament one time and his house was in Bear Path, as you all probably know by now. Um, and, you know, we get to the whatever hole he was on and uh, he'd have a big cooler out there with beer and wine he gave me a bottle of wine so we could you know play the rest of the course and uh you know that's tony he was he was a genuine person that um um cared an awful lot about a lot of people you know i don't know i'm still working through the process and uh you know quite honestly i don't think today's the day to to worry about any of that stuff uh you know you know, there's such a fine line. You know, you're you're trying to let you know him rest in peace and his family. You know, handle through the the arrangements and all those things. And yet, we know we have a football season coming up, and we have to get you know get to work on things we have to do. So, when I can, I'm working through the process. And you know, when we know something, I'll let you know. But I have not decided what I'm going to do yet. With some of the people around the NFL. I'm not going to talk about it today. Say one more time, Don. You take extra care with the, the younger guys on the O-line that kind of felt he was a father figure. You kind of nurtured the back. Yeah, well, I kind of tried to be like Tony today and kind of gig, gig him a little bit, you know, like Elf Line was out there and giving him a hard time and, you know, 
kind of that's how Tony was. So, um, yeah, not really. I, I'm going to be myself too. He take care of himself. Yeah, he said, you know, when we left for the break, he said this is the best health he's been. He felt like he's been in. He was walking all the time. He was, um, you know, enjoying himself. I know uh, his his daughter just got married a couple weeks ago in Dallas, and uh, obviously was down there. So, um, I'm not a doctor, so I won't get into anything. It's uh, open up this training camp with uh, very heavy hearts um, to be out there on the practice field for the first time today without Tony's presence. I know it affects each individual differently, but Tony was such a great coach and a great family man and so strong in his faith. In his short time here with the Minnesota Vikings, Tony was such a critical part of our success, not only as a football coach, but what he stood for as a man and and the values that he gave to us. I know in this business that we're judged on wins and losses, and the coaches are judged on wins and losses. But I think the one thing that gets overlooked is how these coaches have such a big influence on their players and the relationships that they build, not only on the field between those white lines, but the relationships they built with these players and their coworkers off the field as well and the guidance they give these players in. I hope with everybody in all the tweets and all the condolences that came out in the media that the fans and everybody understands what a special person and how much Tony meant to everybody that he touched with. Um, The Minnesota Vikings, we we pride ourselves on being a family and being with his wife Jeanette and his family and seeing the strength that they have to go through these very tough times. From our ownership and the entire organization, I wanted to make sure that they know that they are our family and that we are there by their side and will support them any way they can. And as difficult as it is, we have to move on and we will and under the leadership with Coach Zimmer and getting this team ready for the season. So before uh, I open it up for questions, been a pretty tough week, I'd I'd also want to send out my condolences and our organization's condolences to the Grant family, uh, Bud Grant and and his son passing Bruce, and also... uh, to the Mary family, Dr. Jean Mary and Dr. Bruce Mary, who've been long time associated with the Vikings uh, as our team dentists, and the tragic death of their son, Graham, uh, which happened last week. So a lot of hard things going on, but through your faith and the strength and the support we have for each other here, 
we know we have to move forward, and we definitely will. So I'll, I'll go ahead and open it up for questions. Service for them, and just kind of the initial few days. Well, well, it's it's you know, uh, players are coming in. I know we've reached out to all our players. Um, one thing I know it'll be difficult probably tomorrow night and and through the services on Friday. We'll go there as a team, um, and you know, Les Pico and Don Patterson here on staff are here with people that need extra counseling. Uh, we also, from our ownership group, outside grievance counseling, if we need that, that's always going to be available. But I think, you know, it's is um, the, the the most important thing is when you're a family and you have family, the family is what helps you get through it. You mentioned obviously how beloved Tony was. Who are some of the people around the NFL or outside the NFL that have reached out? to the Vikings or to the Sperano I, I, I can't even tell you how many. I mean, I got a phone call this morning, in fact, from Dan Quinn, and they've been coming in continuously. And I know Coach Zimmer, and I, I know I spent some time past couple of days with his wife and all of the people that have reached out to the family. It's, you know, it's it, it makes you... appreciate the time we have and the time we have together because you don't know when your time is called and uh, I think it just puts puts life into perspective and and what is actually important two and a half years he was here what did you appreciate the most it may be hard to pick one, but what, <laughs> what do you have you know um, he was one of those coaches that I can just tell you from coming in in the mornings till here at late at night was so driven to be a successful coach and so driven to to have our football team be successful in his role. And even as we went through the draft process and we went through the free agency process and everything he did helping out from a personnel standpoint, I've never been around a coach who put so much time and energy into everything he did. And that was Tony. He was, and everybody has described him as a grinder and and the work ethic was unmatched. But when you actually are fortunate enough, and I was fortunate enough to have those two and a half years working with him and seeing how important everything was to him and to give in his utmost he can there there was nothing left to give i rem, remember sitting in draft meetings and tony says well i went back to 2015 and watched this guy play guard i mean that was how detailed he was in everything he did talk about how the team's gonna manage grief and respect but yet realizing this is training camp it's it's go time uh you know i know coach zimmer will address the full team when we get in here um, you know, we've, we've had our fair share of adversities we've had to get through, but I think with, with the atmosphere and the culture that we have in this building and how close-knit we are as a group, as a coaching staff, as a front office staff, as a business side, as our ownership, 
that we're here to support each other. And everybody grieves differently. And everybody goes through the process differently. But I think everybody has to have the respect for each other as we try to get through this. But I know one thing, and, and I, I was just thinking about it, is if Tony knew we were having this kind of talk about him, I, I could just hear in his very endearing way his opinion on all this would be. <laughs> what was he like, Rick, when you're just sitting and talking and not necessarily about football? What kind of a guy was he then? He was, and I, I, it's funny because the outside perception of people and who they truly are, and when you actually sit there and get a text at 6 in the morning from Tony or not even talking about football, hey, how's everything going? I know this is coming up. Uh, and I, he'd come into my office, or if, if there was something on his mind, even not related to football, that was bothering him, he, he probably was, I would s- describe him as very caring and a sensitive man, um, which people don't see that side of him. And the conversations that me and him have had, uh, meant a lot and it helped me grow a lot and when you have people like that and you work with people like that you're pretty fortunate in this business when you can come across uh, people like Tony Sperano yeah I know we're in the process of doing that right now um, we're taking it one step at a time with the family. I want to respect the family's wishes, and I'm working, we're working directly with his wife on everything. And, and just getting through this week is the most important thing. And then uh, as, we, as we progress down the road, there will be other things announced. Uh, but it will all be with the respect of the family's wishes. Obviously, getting through this week, the memorial service is Friday. When do you kind of look at what you're going to do, though? You obviously have to down the road, offensive line coach. And with all due respect, Chris, I I would prefer not to go down that road today. I think um, in due time, when it's the right time, we'll address that. But for day today, I would just, uh, you know, with respect, the hope that you can uh, understand. way that's more difficult in times like this don't you believe that uh, when I would have a conversation with Tony he talked about his players as like his kids so what you built here is like a family and he felt they're his kids does that make that even more difficult to worry about the players that felt he was like their dad at the way? I, I think this group and as we have built that room and those group of players were a lot of Tony Sperano's vision, uh, what he visioned not only as a player's from a physical trait standpoint, but what his vision was on the makeup of his offensive line and what he truly believed in. And over the past two years, we've really focused on bringing in, and I used to kid him all the time, it's, it's like watching a bunch of Tony Sperano's run around the building I mean, they're all in that mold. And, but I do think 
the group that we have, that they will rally. I know they will want to make him proud as we move forward. You know, I think first and foremost, one of the things he would be encouraging us to do right now is, you know, we have to keep playing. We have to keep going. Um, he's an incredible coach, incredible family man. Um, I mean, just from our short time knowing him, I know even me and Colby were talking about this morning, you know, we, we feel like we know his children and his grandchildren well enough um, to call him by their first name just because he talked about him so much and was so proud of them. So uh, just before we get into anything, just want to send our condolences out, um, especially from me to his family. Um, just being able to spend the last five weeks over the summer with him was really incredible. Um, I'm thankful for everything he did. Um, but that being said, we do have a responsibility to him to his family, to this organization, and to these fans to come out here and practice hard and be ready to play, no matter who the coach is or who it's going to be. Um, and that's something that he'd be proud of, that we're going to keep that mindset going forward. I know it was your first year, your first year with the team. You didn't have a ton of time with him, but what, do you, what are you going to remember most about you know, I think just the mindset that it requires to be a successful pro, day in and day out. Uh, nobody brought more energy than him. Nobody was more excited to be here than him. Um, and that's something that you know we're going to take um, with us and that there, it takes so much to have a successful offensive line and it takes so much to have a, even a successful practice especially against this defense and kind of all the things that he taught us in terms of preparing for each day um, I think that's something that's going to stick with the group and that's something that even the vets have kind of passed along to us in the past couple of days is, you know these practices are important and um, being able to move forward and continue to grind and get better because uh, we owe it to a lot of people to be successful. People have said that the players kind of take on his personality and Rick said it's like a bunch of Tony Sperano's running around through the building. What have you seen from some of the veteran guys that you know really emulates that, them meshing to his personality? You know, I think he was able to spend a whole entire rookie year with Pat. I think he was able to spend an entire rookie year with Aviante and two years with a lot of guys. And um, I think even in just a year or two years for the guys who were here with him for two years, um, kind of how things always have to build. And once you fix one thing one day, that has to stay the same for the next day, but you have to get better at the next thing. Um, and for him, it's always stacking those pieces together. And that's something that he was always good at kind of getting on our um, getting on our butts for, um, to be able to go, go in and work on something every single day. And that's something that even the veterans work on every day, whether it's where, how much weight they're putting on whatever foot um, or where they're placing their hands or whatever it is. Um, it's those little details that he was constantly, constantly, constantly all over us and all over them that now they're going to be all over us. Pat's out there. He's all over J.P. Quinn who got here about 12 hours ago. Um, he's all over me on these little details, details, details because it's the same stuff Coach said. So no matter who the voice is, the message still has to be the same. Whether it's Baker's Simple Truth Turkey or Mac and Cheese with Murray's English Cheddar or pie made with fresh Cosmic Crisp apples, there are many dishes we look forward to sharing during the holidays. And Baker's has all the fresh ingredients you need to turn today's holidays into tomorrow's memories. Baker's, fresh for everyone. Get more ways to save at the Buy 5 or More Save $1 each sale. Just buy five or more participating items and save a dollar each with card. Bakers, fresh for everyone.